Hi everybody, you're listening to The Woke Podcast with Fox and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk. We strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to our episode zero on safety and consent in rope before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Fox is a rigger and Maya is a bottom. We are long-term rope partners who live in Bangkok, Thailand. We love to share our passion for rope with the wider community. Today's episode is sponsored by you, our lovely listeners. Thank you so much for our patrons who make this podcast possible by supporting some of the costs. If you'd like to help us make more Rope Podcast episodes, please go to ropepodcast.com and visit our Patreon. Today, Maya, we are talking about my favorite topic ever. The butt, all the butt, and nothing but the butt. So, what are we talking about in terms of rope? How are we going to tie up the butt? Ah, okay. And is it one tie or...? No, it's more a variety of techniques that all have in common this beautiful part of the anatomy. (laughs) We'll get to the bottom of this today. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's going to be one of those episodes. It is. Okay. So, um, today we're talking about ties that you can do that include the butt, right? And center on the butt. Not only include the butt, center on the butt. Okay, so the butt is really uh, slash yours always focus of attention. Absolutely. All right, so let's have it then. What's the first of the um, relevant ties you want to talk about? First of all, we're going to talk about the butt basket. Okay, I can see it's in the name. Right. It might be called different things by different people, but that's every rope tie ever. Okay, do you know other names for it? Because... Not particularly. I get booty basket. Booty but basket. Always this notion of glue to all area of the anatomy plus basket. <laughs> I'm sure there's many other names, and if our listeners know some of them, please come share them in the comments for this show. You start with a loop around on the one hand the legs put together, knees together. And you would catch the back of the thighs quite high, just at the limit where the butt ends and the thigh begins. The butt crease. The butt crease. That's a great name for it. Well done. And then on the other side, you would catch either the top of the hips or the waist. And that's going to be mostly a bottom preference kind of thing. Okay. So our bottom is sitting... Like for ease of um, understanding for the listener, our bottom is sitting on their butt. Um, I mean, that's their... how I tie it. I know some people tie it standing up and then squat down, which is incredibly uncomfortable, it looks like. But it is. Your mind we is tried that once and yeah. that was very <laughs> difficult. No, I'm just trying to give people um, a visual. Yeah. So imagine the, you're the sitting down. The easy way we found is sitting down on your butt. And your knees to your chest. Knees to chest, and then it's one big loop of rope that catches, as you said, the butt crease, and then either the hips or the waist on the other side. And then you cinch that down, which is going to bring those parts uh, together and enforce this action of bending forward. So the, the person will be unable to extend their body to a standing position anymore. And you can do it rather lightly or you can do it very extreme, depending on the amount of uh, tension you put into it. Okay. 
then usually you're going to have a cinch on the front from one side of the loop to the other. So that's going to pass in the general vicinity of the belly button. So between the thighs and the belly. Between the top of the thighs and the belly, yeah, exactly. And then you, so at that point, you've got kind of a squeezed figure eight. You started with a loop and then you're squeezing it in from the side with a cinch. So you've got your figure eight. And then you can reinforce it in various ways, depending on how you're going to use the tie and if you're going to try to suspend it or not and so on. Uh, one that we like is anchoring somewhere else, let's say near uh, above the knees and then pulling the cinch away from the belly button, which is usually good for comfort because otherwise that cinch can cut into the stomach, which for many people is a vulnerable area they don't like a lot of pressure on, especially when we do our rope right after lunch. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's a good note about the vulnerability. For me, um, I don't like people touching my stomach or any mm -hmm. attention to it ever. And so when you do the cinching, I'm always uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, so it's a good one to, I mean, we're going to talk about obviously making sure that you discuss these ties in advance. But if you've never done um, a butt basket with a person before, you might want to just talk to them about what's going to happen. Yeah, it's intimate in a way you might not expect based on the name. Because you don't actually <laughs> interact with the butt that much. No, not with this it. tie. Yeah. But you interact a lot with the stomach. Yeah. And that can be a place that's tender, that can be a place where people hold some body image issues, or in your case, it's a place where you've had surgery and so you also have some uh, triggers in relation to that. Besides the aspect of not liking your stomach touched, how does it feel for you to be tied in that tie, Maya? Once the tie is tied, I really like it. Um, okay. I enjoy it as a tie. Uh, it's one of the ways that I really enjoy a side suspension. Okay. Um, it's a tie that I like a lot. But what, what does it do for you? What, what makes you like it? It's quite relatively comfortable as a suspended tie. Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoy the positioning of the rope. Um, again, when it's cinched away from my stomach. So that anchoring is quite important to me. Um, yeah, no, I, I really like it as a tie. Lovely. So now we're going to dig deeper. Oh, no. And we're going to talk uh, about a tie that can be an add-on to the butt basket or okay. to other types uh, of rope in the area. And that's the butt spreader. Oh, one of your... Uh... Yeah, that might be my top one favorite tie in all of bondage. Really. Okay. So what... Um, I mean, I feel like there's some clues in the name there, but um, mm -hmm. go on, explain uh, what the tie All right, let like. me take you on a <laughs> journey in the theater of the mind, Maya. Oh, okay. So imagine you're using your hands to spread open someone's ass cheeks. Can okay. you imagine that for me? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, you're doing the exact same thing, but instead of using your hands to spread the cheeks, you're using rope. Okay. So it's any kind of tie where you're using ropes to spread the ass cheeks and reveal the treasures they hide. Okay. And I'm sure we'll link an example in the show notes in case my description wasn't graphic enough. Um, all right. And so you're saying that you're usually tying this as an add-on. Yeah. Uh, one simple way to do it that is seen quite a bit in uh, porn is using a crotch rope. So you have a double line that runs between the legs. 
And then you do essentially what's called the hishi or diamond pattern. So you get lines coming in from the sides and then you spread apart those two lines, creating the opening. Okay. So this is quite, um, again, a vulnerable tie for people because it's literally spreading you open. Yeah, this one, I would say, is usually more on the sexual side, not going to lie. It seems to be that way. It's really um, up close and personal. Yeah, and you compare it with the butt basket, so, you know, you can really... Um, How does it uh, feel for you to be in that situation? I think it is, as you say, a vulnerable tie and a mm -hmm. sexual tie. So I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't want to do this tie with someone that I wasn't uh, intimate with in that way. All right. Very fair. Or, or in, in front of an audience, I would also want to have had some warning of that, mm. ideally, beforehand. So you can make sure to be uh, caught up on your shaving and stuff. Oh, good Lord. Okay. All right. But there's also other stuff we can do around the butt. All right. There's a lot of pretty or decorative rope that can be done on the butt because usually the butt has a really nice round oh listeners bouncy. if you could only see fox's like visuals his face the way he's gesturing the way he's drawing the curves of the buttocks with his hands i'm not going to hide the fact that i have a very large fetish in that area this is um a place that really uh, brings you alive but anyway rope can really be used to highlight the qualities of a butt and that depends on what you're working with, but you can find shapes that are going to enhance the roundness, the firmness, the bounciness, the playfulness, those being the main criteria on the Fox scale, as we call it, <laughs> of rating butts. Uh, now, anyway, any kind of tie that is on the surface of the buttocks, but it's going to complement the shape and make okay. a nice visual. Um, and what what kind of tires might do this? Like, can you give some examples or ideas? Uh, usually, you can have lines running along the curves of the butt, and you could have things like munter hitches along and so on, creating a sort of a net around, like a giant fish net out of rope. Essentially, is one way to look at it. And it's drawing attention to that part of the anatomy. Absolutely, especially if you use, for instance. Uh, synthetic in a very neon color or something like that. It can really bring a spotlight. Can make it area. pop. Pop the butt. Yeah, so that's quite nice for photography or indeed if you're the top and mm -hmm. you just want to um, spend some time tying the butt, paying attention to that part of the body. Absolutely. And as a very calipigous rope bottom yourself, how do you feel about this type of rope? Do you want to tell people what that word means? It means having a nice butt. <laughs> But it's really good for points in Scrabble. Yeah, I bet. Um, uh, thanks, also. Um, now I'm hot. Um, You're always hot, Maya. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, they can be nice. They can look nice in a photo. Like if you have some body image issues um, and your rigor um, after negotiation spends time highlighting a part of the body in that way, it can feel quite nice. Um, sometimes I'm surprised at what it looks like um, after. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously it's a sensitive part of the body. So paying attention to that with rope can be quite erotic without going for the uh, genitals. Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. Listeners like you make this podcast possible. We want to continue making this podcast for you for a long time. And to do that, we need your support. 
please go to ropepodcast.com to buy rope video lessons from experts so we get a small commission on your purchase at no extra cost to you. In addition, a really great way to help us is donating on Patreon. A one-time amount or a monthly pledge that can be as little as the cost of your morning coffee makes a big difference to us. And you will gain cool perks like behind-the-scenes photos and the ability to vote on future podcast topics. Go support us on ropepodcast.com because you love rope too. So I believe there's another tie that's a particular favorite of yours. It's more an accessory that you can really incorporate with rope bondage. That is indeed one thing I enjoy very, very much, Maya. And that is anal hooks. Okay. And what's an anal hook? I can't even say it. It's a specialist toy that you insert in the butt and Mm -hmm. on the one end of it, you usually have a ball-shaped head that can be of various sizes, going from very reasonable to watermelon, (laughs) (laughs) depending on how intrepid the bottom is. Uh, The one we have at home has an interchangeable head where you can screw it off and screw another one on so you can adapt to what kind of company you're having that particular night. Uh, And the other side of the toy has an eyelet that you can run rope through. So for instance, you can do a lark's head on that with your rope and then you can pull on the hook. The idea being that the part with the bolt that you've inserted in the person is going to stay there, but with your rope, you're going to be able to create some tension which is going, for instance, to enforce a certain position and usually going to give a lot of sensations Mm. to the person who is having their um, butt pulled in that way. Okay. Gosh. Yeah, indeed. Uh, And you can pull in different ways, in different directions, even though usually you get the best effect by pulling towards the direction of the tailbone if you think for a second about how things are organized down there. Uh, Usually it's going to feel better. It's going to be a a more pleasant stretch for the person receiving the sensation. And also visually it's going to um, cause things to open up in a very nice way. I I personally highly recommend it. It's something that you enjoy the visual of as well as... All right. That being said, anal hooks, major safety disclaimer... If you're going to do that to someone, put that toy in someone and secure it to something, think about what would happen if the person was to slip and fall or to faint and so on. You do not want a person having a large amount of their body weight resting on an anal hook. You could get a major internal injury from that. So be smart. Make sure the body is secured in plenty of other ways. You have safety lines up the wazoo, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, You have a chest harness that's holding the person up. And then the anal hook is here to bring a little bit of flourish to your scene. But it is not the main way by which you are suspending someone. Um, Or you can tie the hook to the person, so to the chest harness or to their hair or something like that. And then you have less risk also, right? Absolutely. That reduces the risk a lot. Uh, And in terms of uh, quick removal, should that be needed, you always have your cutting tool nearby. Mm. Uh, A little pro tip, not to do with safety, but more with 
ease of cleaning because anal hooks can be a bit tricky to clean properly uh, given the way they are used. You can cover the part you're going to insert in the person with a condom and then just give it a, a quick wash after and then you don't have anything uh, getting lodged anywhere you don't want it. You just throw the condom away, mm. you give it a good rinse with, let's say, um, dishwashing soap and you're good to go. All right. Um, and this is quite good in predicament ties. Mm -hmm. You can definitely put someone in the situation of, let's say, having one leg partially off the floor and that's tied with a pulley system into the anal hook. And so if they let the leg down, it's going to pull on their butt and they can play with the intensity of the sensation that way. Once again, be mindful of the amount of pressure that can be exerted in the worst case so you don't injure someone like that. Yeah, definitely. So how does it feel for you, Maya, to have an anal hook inserted? Uh, yeah. It's nice. Apart from traumatizing to talk about on the um, air. Yeah, also that. Uh, nice is a nice tie. <laughs> All right. Uh, pressure, nice. Uh, um, sensitive area, nice. Um, probably only do this with someone who you've already done some um, play in that area with. Um, otherwise, it might be a bit of a surprise. Obviously, negotiate. Explicitly, yeah. I'm going to put a hook up your butt. Are you oh, okay with that? I am so hot right now. Okay. You're being very brave, sweetie. I'm yeah. proud of you. Okay, so um, great. Uh, is there any other um, rope that you wanted to talk about? There's also situations where you might have rope going up the ass crack and then depending on how you do it, you can get in a bit of a wedgie situation, like if you pull on that, which some people might find painful and pleasant and some people might find sexy. So your mileage may vary there. Uh, it can have a gentle rubbing effect. Um, what do you think of that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, bringing attention to that area, which can be nice for the person, or obviously, depending on the amount of pressure, can be quite painful. And again, mm -hmm. something you can use in a predicament tie without necessarily having the uh, other piece of equipment that we were talking about. Mm. What about the safety aspect and the risks, Maya? So it very much depends on the tie that you do. Uh, there's definitely the potential for discomfort in mm -hmm. all of these ties, uh, sometimes on purpose, sometimes not. It's a very sensitive area. Yeah, rope you're... burn there might be unpleasant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or blisters. Um, sometimes you can catch delicate bits, mm -hmm. um, both gen or genders. Um, you can find yourself with some pinching in yeah. places that you don't want. Uh, so that's something to be aware of. If you're going to use it in suspension, obviously that's more risk. Okay, of course, more pressure, mm. more weight. We suggest that for many of these ties, you use a washable rope, uh, okay. like the nylon, or um, a piece of rope that's um, tied, as it were, to the bottom, bottom specifically. Oh, you mean the bottom owns the rope oh, and brings okay, their yeah, own bottom. rope? We've got yeah, a lot of bottoms in this. Yes, they the bring person the, being tied the person in ropes. comes to the party with their own rope, <laughs> yeah. or you gift the rope to them afterwards, or you use washable rope. Yeah, exactly. And we also wanted to really flag that 
more specific and precise discussions around consent are yes. important here. Yes, we have encountered the oh yeah, I did say you could touch me, touch me anywhere, but I didn't expect you to go there. Like yeah, yes, the butt crack is part of anywhere. In fact, it turns yeah. out yeah, um, and obviously surprises in this area can be both um, unpleasant and cause a lot of anxiety. So really make sure that you've had a good discussion if you're going to do these kind of ties. I mean, even to the point of talking about the stomach touching mm-hmm. um in the butt basket um oh there's i wanted to know there's also a half butt basket yeah just absolutely. with one leg caught yeah. um i meant to say that earlier so how do we use this kind these kinds of ties fox well first of all if like me you're a butt enthusiast or a butt you fetishist so are. Uh, if you're an exhibitionist and so on you can enjoy all the things the butt has to offer which is really a reason for living (laughs) okay yeah Uh, it's quite good for very sexual scenes because we are talking about an area uh, which might be considered genitals or not depending on how you define them but it's definitely very sexual for many people Uh, also keep in mind a lot of people have a lot of weight in that part of their body so supporting the butt properly can really help in a suspension it, mm. if the person is bottom heavy, so to speak. Uh, or just, yeah, them, their center of gravity. Yeah, if they have a lower area. center of gravity, giving them uh, good support on the hips and butt can be super helpful for the sustainability of the suspension. And then I think it's a super aesthetic kind of rope. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can bring attention to that part of the anatomy and there are some beautiful curves that you can get there. But what about what is it less good for? Is there anything that you wouldn't use that for? If the rigor is a bit shy, then going in there might be a bit challenging. Mm. So maybe if you're like an aficionado rope bottom and you really want some butt rope done, but you're tying for the first time with a very shy rigor, it's not the best thing to... Uh, ask for it. Uh, And then you might want to check the compatibility of your tie technique versus the shape of the buttocks you're working with. Okay. Because the butt of one person is extremely different from the next. And yeah, you're not going to tie them in the same way. Yeah. Um, And then also, it's interesting, but actually, um, PIA... So penis in anus... Um, sex with a flesh um, appendage is with a dick quite difficult a bio dick a bio dick in some situations because you might have rubbing on your shaft and that can be I understand quite uncomfortable for some people yeah it's not something I enjoy but if you do then there's definitely more power to you yeah um, if it's your thing then brilliant but Mm. just be aware that it might be a bit awkward um, to, to get in there for some people. Yeah. So you need to decide um, what you want this kind of tie to do because what we're uh, saying is it's actually got a surprising amount of flexibility. Mm. It's very central to rope, I would say. It's definitely central to... My rope. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can expose, you can enhance... You can create um, a type of aesthetic. You can torture. Aesthetic, exactly. Oh, you really have pulled out all the stops Mm -hmm. on this one. Um, So think about also uh, what you might need access to during your scene. What do you mean by that? Um, 
So both in terms of clothes, um, what clothes need to be removed or kept mm. on, uh, the position that you might need to tie your bottoms bottom in. Okay. Um, and think about whether you're tying something for suspension or not, because that will make a difference as to what you reinforce or, or might want to reinforce versus more of a quick and dirty tie, as Absolutely. it were. So Maya, what about using butt ties in real-world situations? What what do you have experience with? What do you think? Uh, so I think you mentioned earlier, we use a lot of butt baskets for mm. uh, suspensions. So I don't love um, hip harnesses uh, in terms of the way that they cut into the thighs a little bit. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy a butt basket more. Um, and particularly for side suspension, I find them quite sustainable. Yeah. Um, and as we've said, if you have a lower center of gravity, which I do, um, they can be really useful. And you even had good success with one in the vertical, to our surprise. Yeah, at one time. that's true. That's true. I think my favorites are inside, but um, yeah, we've used them in different ways and actually they've been quite successful. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one. What about you? What um, examples do you... I do enjoy the butt spreader type things and the anal hook type things uh, a lot for all kinds of anal centric play, which is most of the sexual play that I do. Um, it can also be great for embarrassment or exhibitionism at parties. And the difference between embarrassment and exhibitionism is going to be who's the person you're tying, really. Uh, do consider the consent of the audience in that situation. Is it appropriate for the type of venue you're at to show people's buttholes? Uh, and if not, maybe save that for another occasion. We've also had very good success with some of our partners who really enjoyed having their asshole caned. And so when it's the both of us co-topping, one of us can spread the ass cheeks for the other, but then you run the risk of being hit by the cane on the fingers. You do. And that's really, you know, it's like when you're trying to uh, it's a hit, a, hit a nail with a hammer, right? And then you hit your finger, like <laughs> your day's ruined. So that's where the butt spreader tie can come to the rescue and make sure no one gets hurt. Or I mean, only the person who's meant to get hurt gets hurt. All right then, so as uh, you dear listeners can tell, Fox really likes butts. I could speak about butts forever. In fact, I'm considering launching a sister podcast, <laughs> the Butt Podcast. So let me know in the comments if you'd like to listen to that. Um, so he really likes butts and we really like rope. So it's a topic we can talk about quite a lot. Um, and there are quite a lot of creative ways to tie this part of the body. Mm -hmm. um, what's really important, given the nature of um, that uh, sensitive area, is that consent and discussion is uh, critical to a, um, perhaps more of a level of detail some people will do. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't done this type of tie before with someone, really make sure that you uh, talk about them first. Um, there are lots of different types of ties. Uh, how they are both verbally, so how you talk about them, um, and physically positioned can really change the vibe of the scene. So that idea of, for me, for example, my stomach being touched can really switch me out of mm. a sexy times scene. Um, and so how that's done with care, with sensitivity, with sexiness can really make a difference to if you know, someone's moving my stomach around in a more like work person like way that feels very uncomfortable for me. So choose carefully. But as it were, if you and your well partner done. love the butt, um, the ties that we've talked about here can make a scene um, super fun. 
So that's all from us at the Rogue Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And also come friend us on our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, where our name is also Rope Podcast. If you have a question related to Rope, we'd love to answer it in one of our future episodes. Drop us a message on FetLife or Instagram. If you like this podcast and would enjoy more episodes, find all the ways to support us on our website, ropepodcast.com. In particular, please consider supporting us directly on our Patreon page. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying.